You're joining us for another episode of College Talks brought to you by MyBookCart.com. This series brings together students, parents, and professionals sharing their voices on a variety of college topics. It's all about students finding the information they need for a successful college experience. Welcome to College Talks with your hosts, Hannah and Carrie. Our topic for today is finding a job after college. For this episode, we have our newest guest, Luke. Hi, Luke. Welcome to the show. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your college and professional background? Sure. Um, hi. Hi, ladies. It's nice to be here. My name is Luke Fry. I'm the Associate Director of Communication for BBB Serving Connecticut. A little bit, I guess, on my college and career background. I attended Temple University in Philadelphia for media production. And then after school, I have worked at QVC. Um, I've worked at a couple of the local TV stations here in Hartford. And uh, I am now at the Better Business Bureau, where I get to kind of go around to all of the TV stations here and really work to educate consumers about scams happening in our area, happening in Connecticut. A lot of people don't think that scams happen to a certain age group or won't happen to them or it's not happening here. So it kind of gives me the best of both worlds, being able to educate people about scams and also kind of have that uh, touch of TV that I went to college for, I guess. Oh, that's great. So can you give our listeners a better idea of what the Better Business Bureau is and what it's all about? Sure. So a lot of people either have heard about BBB or have not at all and have no clue. If you've heard about BBB, you possibly have used us to complain about a business, which is totally okay. We are here to take complaints for any business in the country and uh, actually other countries as well. But we are here to take uh, complaints about the uh, businesses. And what that really does is actually lets a business know that there are complaints against them. And the cool thing about BBB versus other outlets where you can kind of post reviews or complaints is that a business is actually encouraged to respond to your BBB complaint. And the reason a company may have an F on BBB.org is because they don't respond to complaints. So it's actually a really cool feature of complaining to a company through us is that you are, you are, I guess, most likely to get a response or have your complaint resolved if you uh, kind of go through us, which is cool. Wow, that's awesome. And, and anyway, I guess I can kind of go into more BBB too. We're also big on consumer education, educating people about scams. Um, BBB is all about creating trust in a marketplace. So we are the Better Business Bureau in Connecticut. We really work at creating trust between consumers and businesses. And scams are a big part of that. So educating people in Connecticut about scams happening here or nationally is also a huge leg of what BBB does. Wow, I didn't know any of that. How does the BBB help students when looking for a job after graduation? I don't know if really BBB is so much, you know, targeted to help people find jobs. However, we actually just had an article come out yesterday about employment scams and how prevalent they really are to just about everybody. And, you 
you know, now during COVID, you know, thousands of people are unemployed, looking for job opportunities. Over 50% of employment scams are work from home opportunities. And the problem now is really if a job is posted currently, most likely it is some sort of work from home opportunity. Since I'm working at home, our whole office is working at home. Almost every industry has kind of moved to that work from home, you know, workplace. It's really becoming increasingly harder for consumers to be able to tell if an opportunity is an employment scam or not. And I think BBB really fears that throughout this time of severe unemployment, lots of people trying to find jobs that, you know, people may be desperate and go for an employment opportunity that is not legitimate. We don't want that to happen. That's why we release these articles um, in order to educate people about what they need to look out for, for any certain type of scam. So you said that most employment scams pertain to people looking to work from home. Who would you say is most susceptible to that? So most susceptible to an employment scam is probably about 18 to 35. Uh, I seem unsure, but it is correct. (laughs) It's about 18 to 35. And uh, it's not only, you know, college aged kids who are trying to find part time or easy jobs to help pay for school or college. It's also possibly you applying to jobs when you graduate or even that second or third job opportunity that you might have or try to get after you graduate. It's not only people trying to find part-time jobs either, over half of employment scams were also full-time job opportunities. And again, over half of them also were work-from-home opportunities. So it's a lot of people looking for a flexible job, maybe an extra income, and possibly something somewhat easy to do from home in order to make a couple extra bucks. How does the BBB educate students on what to look out for when applying for jobs? Sure. So, I mean, in terms of an employment scam, it's really all about a few red flags. So in an employment scam, usually a huge red flag is if you're being asked to pay in order to get a job opportunity. So some of these part-time you know, jobs, work from home opportunities are some sort of package reshipment program, or they will convince you that you have to buy some sort of packet in order to be able to do your job. So if anybody's ever asking you to pay, and I mean, it could be $20, any amount, you should not have to pay for any sort of job opportunity. Other red flags include, you know, being hired almost immediately after you apply, not really having an interview process, things that really wouldn't seem realistic if you weren't desperately trying to find a job. I know after graduating from college, it's like you were just applying to anything. And if anybody emails you back, you're like, okay, you know, I'm interviewing, this is going to happen, I need employment. And unfortunately, a lot of people are in that boat, not only when they graduate, but other times in their life. So it's all about really taking a step back. And if anything seems off, you really have to be careful because an employment scam opens you up to several types of fraud too. So it's not only, you know, possibly 
reshipping stolen items, you're also doing that onboarding process. So you're handing over your bank account in order to get paid. You're handing over so much personal information that you are opening yourself up to identity theft also. Luke, I was going over the Better Business Bureau website before the interview, and I noticed that you do offer some scholarships. What other support does the BBB offer to students? And can you go into more detail about the scholarships you offer? Sure. So we do have two scholarships. One is for a military uh, child, a child of a military um, active employee. One is also a general um, ethics scholarship for uh, any high school senior. There are two of them. You can apply now even. Uh, So if you go to bbb.org, go to that menu on the right side and go to get involved, you will see um, all of the application process for our two ethics scholarships. We also in the past year have begun to create a high school program as well. We actually see a lot of need in scam education to high school seniors since they are about to be driving a car. They Some are about to be going to college, renting an apartment, leasing a car, getting loans. And really in high school, you become a consumer for the first time. So they could have a credit card, you know, possibly in high school or college. And it's a lot of things... (laughs) that can actually open you up to being scammed, like online purchase scams. So uh, it's really important to educate, obviously, anybody as early as possible about scams, things to look out for when opening up a bank account, a credit card, what you should give, what you shouldn't give to people. We are in the process of creating that program. Obviously, COVID has kind of set that back a little bit. However, we are looking at creating it as a program that teachers can do virtually in their classroom or out of their classroom as well. So I'm actually really excited about that new program at our BBB. Very interesting. Uh, Just one more question about the scholarship. So let's say a student applies for more than one scholarship from the BBB. Can they win more than one scholarship? So they can only win one scholarship. One is for any high school senior. The other is for um, a high school senior and child of a person who's in the military. When it comes to consumer tips, how is the BBB involved and how does your organization protect students? Like I said, BBB is all about educating consumers about scam prevention. So it's my primary duty to do that, I would say. We do have our general call-in line where any consumer can call in, ask a question about something that that was mailed to them or something that doesn't seem right. And we will try to talk them through that process, what has happened, what they can do if they have been scammed. And it's also my primary job duty to go around and try to educate as many people as possible about what we are seeing happening. I often appear on you know, Hartford TV, local talk shows, uh, talking about some great consumer tips that uh, everybody can really use. Like I was also talking about, you know, trying to educate uh, people as early as high school and, you know, really telling them about these online purchase scams, employment scams. We actually see a ton of puppy scams here in Connecticut where people uh, are buying pets online and they don't show up. 
and it's not an actual pet. Dogs are very expensive, so they are not scams that are in the twenty to you know thirty dollar lose range. It's more in the two thousand to eight thousand loss range um, of a puppy scam. Yeah, it's primarily my job duty to be able to go out and educate as many people as possible. You mentioned that a lot of consumer scams were internet based. What are some other common consumer scams that people should look out for? Huge one, obviously, is online purchase scams. Uh, People almost daily, I would say, go to our BBB scam tracker page where you can submit any type of scam that you've come in contact with or been through. And a ton of them are online purchase scams where you obviously order an item and it doesn't come. So it's not a legitimate site. You pay using a credit card, hopefully not a debit card you end up having to pay, who knows, it could be around $20. That's the average loss of an online purchase scam. And a lot of people say, well, how how did I know? How did I know it was not a real online retailer? And we tell people that you, you always have to do research on any site you end up ordering a product off of. Even if it looks legitimate, it may not be. So even searching bbb.org, Googling and seeing if any other person has ordered a product off of that site just to make sure you are actually purchasing a product from a real company is extremely important. So you mentioned that a lot of people are losing money through their credit cards. Does someone also have to worry about a debit card? Huge tip I talk about all the time is if you make any certain type of online purchase, you should use a credit card or use PayPal since a credit card is sort of added protection. So if you actually call your credit card company, company and say, hey, I ordered a product offline, it didn't come, it was a scam, they sometimes and most of the time, if you catch it early enough, will be able to take that off of your credit card and you won't have to pay that. If you use a debit card, it comes right out of your bank account. So you can't call your bank and say, hey, I bought a product offline, it's a scam, it came out of my bank account, can you reimburse me $20? It doesn't happen that way. So a credit card's kind of different since it's credit, it's not actual cash that's coming out of your account per se. Again, using a credit card is always the safe way if you're doing any sort of purchase online. Is the BBB an online resource only or can you visit in person? So we do have an office. We are uh, at 29 Berlin Road in Cromwell, Connecticut. You can always come in if you have any complaints or um, issues that you would like to talk to anybody about as far as scams go. Um, You can also call in to us. We are also an online resource. So I would say most people utilize BBB online. If you have a complaint, you can submit complaints online. Um, It's a great tool. But again, if you are old school, I would say, and want to do a complaint in person, we We are totally open to that. BBB also tables at a lot of community events year long. So we table at the Capitol building a few times a year and go to other events as well. So we like to have some sort of footprint in Connecticut where we are out and about and able to talk to people one-on-one about scams or trying to educate them in general. Where can someone find more information about the BBB? Sure. So anybody can go to bbb.org slash CT. It's a lot of great info. I was talking about BBB Scam Tracker, also a great tool. 
anybody can use. You can actually zoom into Connecticut. You can zoom into your state, your town even, and see what scams are happening in your area so that you can see if there's any trends of people targeting consumers in your town here in Connecticut. So it's a really cool tool. And that's at bbb.org slash scam tracker. Is there a nationwide umbrella for BBB or is it state by state? We are the Better Business Bureau in Connecticut. There are BBBs all across the U.S. So every BBB has a service area. Our BBB is the entire Connecticut state, which is nice because other BBBs kind of dip into a few areas. And we do have an umbrella organization called the International Association of Better Business Bureaus. That is kind of our corporate uh, headquarters, and they are out of D.C., But yes, every BBB, so our BBB in Connecticut handles all complaints for any company here in Connecticut. Likewise, if you had a complaint about a business headquartered in Los Angeles, you would have to call the LA BBB and they handle that. How does the BBB advertise to college students? Social media, pamphlets, anywhere else? Sure. So we try to post on social as often as possible, you know, trying to reach that younger age group through, you know, Facebook, Twitter, uh, posting articles and, you know, trying to hook people to read our consumer tips and try to educate themselves quickly. Since it's all about quick consumable content now, we are also trying to get into those high schools and even uh, early college years to help educate those consumers about things like apartments, opening up a credit card and things like that. Do you offer any events throughout the year that people can attend? We have a BBB open house that anybody can come to. We have that once per year. We also have a Better Business Summit that we host. Since also a large part of BBB is the fact that there are BBB accredited businesses in Connecticut, there's actually over 5,000. So if you are looking to hire a contractor or shop a small local shop or order online, um, if they are based here in Connecticut, they could be accredited. So you can always search BBB.org to see that. But anyway, we host a Better Business Summit every year for business owners here in Connecticut to help them grow their business and to help them survive in Connecticut's very, very tough landscape. And even after COVID, this year has been extremely hard on small local businesses. We all know that our hometowns and our small towns here in Connecticut thrive and live off small business. So that is also a passion of BBBs that we try to work with business owners in Connecticut and help them succeed. How has COVID affected the BBB in your operations? So a lot of us at our BBB office are actually working at home. I'm working at home right now. We don't really have an expected date to go back to our office yet. Everybody's been doing a great job working at home. We haven't had to really cancel or stop doing any of our services we offer since we are going working at home, not in our office. I would say my job probably switched the most since I'm usually out in the community. I'm you know, going to television here in Connecticut and I'm not really able to do that currently. I'm doing Skype interviews, but you know, it's not the same as actually being there. Yeah, everybody's been adapting great and we've been able to still help people in Connecticut even though COVID has been happening. so Now, let's get personal. Tell us something about yourself that isn't on your resume. 
that isn't on my resume. I usually revert to the fact that I interned at The Tonight Show, but that is on my resume. I just bought a house in the last month during COVID. That was a process in itself and then add COVID on top of it. So that's been preoccupying me for the last month and a half, I would say. I guess I'll go with that. Congratulations on your new house. Oh, thank you. Are you involved in any other college-related organizations? Sure. So I'm actually on the board of the Temple University Hartford Alumni Chapter. We uh, try to have a few events each year, usually go to a Yard Goats game. Um, Again, all of that has kind of been put on hold due to COVID. So we've been able to email around and keep each other engaged, but uh, it's definitely been tough. I'm also in Hype in Hartford. That's basically a group of young professionals in Hartford. Um, They host a lot of great events year round. So that's also, um, you know, a great group to be a part of and is also a branch of the Metro Hartford Alliance. Wow, very interesting. Have you ever personally been scammed relating to a job or being a consumer? So that's an interesting question. I don't think so. I would say probably the only time was in high school, I was ordering a Halloween costume one time. My credit card was hacked after I made that purchase. So I did get the product. Um, However, my credit card was compromised ordering that product online. It could have been a few different things. It could have been a faulty site, not great security on it, not having that HTTPS, and I was entering a credit card. Say that's probably the only time that I have been scammed or have had an issue, you know, placing an order or having to replace a credit card or anything like that. Have you ever filed a complaint against a company with the Better Business Bureau? I have not. I've left reviews for companies. And I always like to tell people that leaving a review for a company doesn't always have to be bad. You know, if you utilize a company, utilize a business and have a great experience, it's just as important to share that with people than having a bad experience. Yes, I've had a few bad experiences with people, but I've also had great ones too. And I know how important that is to a small business if you are happy with how they interacted with you and you being a customer. You know, it's important to them to see that and uh, and also for you to be able to tell other people about it as well. So lastly, for our last question, what career accomplishment makes you most proud? Wow, what career accomplishment? Well, I will tell you I'm in my early 20s, so I don't think I'm late in my career in any way, but I think I've just been you know proud of the fact that I haven't had one job after college. I haven't had two jobs after college. And a lot of people tell you, oh, you know, you shouldn't, you know, hop around that might look bad, but really it's all in what makes you happy. And yes, jumping around to jobs every year is not great. I haven't done that, but it is important to grow. So as long as you are growing in every new job opportunity that you have or have taken, um, I think that's really all that's important is if you are growing personally and if you're growing in your career, you know, it's all about being happy and doing things that you enjoy. And I'm doing that now. So uh, I'm, I'm happy for now. <laughs> Thank you, Luke, for coming on our show and offering valuable insight on safely finding a job after college and about scholarship opportunities. We love hearing a professional's perspective on how to succeed in college. We are all about professionals helping students. We hope you will join us again for another episode. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Luke. 
Here's to another successful episode of College Talks. Please follow us at MyBookCart on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay up to date on any new episodes.